Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kachat. I'm John Bishop. And I'm Lucas Southworth. Now, now, Lucas, what is the Kachat? I was wondering how you were going to make the structure work. The Kachat <laughs> is the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, Hey, what's up with... Tossing it back to you. Planes. There you go. Nice. To Fire and Rescue. Planes to Fire and Rescue. So... I'm just going to start this episode with a statement that I feel like you disagree with based on the one sentence that we have exchanged about the thing. But uh, what was my one prediction, Lucas? It would be the best of all of them, I think, was your prediction. I don't think that was what I said. Better than the first one? my, uh, My words, I think, were... A weirdly good movie. I think it's going to be a weirdly good movie. That sounds like something you'd say. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I felt like it was a weirdly good movie. Especially as a follow-up to the weirdly bad planes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I didn't love it. (laughs) I Well. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we, we're we going to talk about that. Yeah, it's a podcast, after all. If you haven't guessed, we watched another movie. What movie did we watch, John? We watched Planes 2, Fire, and Rescue. Actually, John, that brings me to corrections. Oh, no. Every single time so far we have referred to this movie in this podcast, we've referred to it as Planes 2, Fire, and Rescue. Please stop playing with whatever you have in your hands. Uh, <laughs> I actually was setting something down. Okay. We've referred to it as Planes 2 Fire and Rescue. <laughs> uh, so much so that I one of the first things I remember deciding about this podcast was, wouldn't it be funny if every time we referred to Planes 2, we said Planes 2 Fire and Rescue, no matter what. But as a matter of fact, the movie is just called Planes, Fire, and Rescue. There's no two in the title. How dare you? Man, I looked at the box of the Blu-ray I got. I looked it up everywhere. I triple and quadruple checked this. There's no two in the title of Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Okay, so so I've looked it up. Yeah. It says planes. Sure. Colon. Fire and rescue. Yeah. Or I guess you could say fire ampersand rescue. Yeah, if we want to get real exact, it's got that ampersand in there. No no numbers at all, huh? And uh, then you scroll down, 
and you see like the YouTube videos, like the fresh movie trailers, first video you see, Planes 2 Trailer 3, and then you see the next one, YouTube, like View or Vu Cinemas, Planes 2 Fire and Rescue, and then Planes 2 Fire and Rescue, Planes 2 Fire and Rescue. Everyone, everyone calls it Planes 2 Fire and Rescue. Except for the people who made it. Yeah, except for Disney Toon Studios there, huh? Uh, I'm not saying it's not an understandable mistake. You'd think it makes sense to me that it would have been called Planes 2 Fire and Rescue, but no, it's just Planes Fire and Rescue, huh? What is this world? Uh... I'm not... I'm not misremembering that, right? I remember us, like, out loud saying, every time we say this, we will say Planes to Fire and Rescue, as, like, it's not even a joke, but it will be funny to us. I don't know if we recorded it. We might have, probably did, but we definitely said it at some point. I, I think before we record, I think this was before we started the podcast. I think oh, somehow boy. in... In our pre-planning phase for this podcast, one of the things that we decided was, eh, we'll always say Planes 2 Fire and Rescue, but yeah, that was wrong. That's not the name of the dang film. It's not, huh? We were, the joke was we were so exact and so knowledgeable about cars that we would always refer to it as the proper name, but we certainly didn't do that. We, uh, we really, uh. We really messed that one up real bad. John, it's 20 real episodes bad. into our podcast about a series of movies, and we just learned the name of one of the movies. Which brings me to a question from Liz. Good, I don't have one. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to look up the specific uh, text. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to read this conversation because... You know how I like to not do these segments correctly? Yeah, I do. Go right ahead. <laughs> okay, so the question is, who decided it was okay to make another movie about animated planes? Yeah. But the conversation went on to uh, to then be, honestly, I don't know if I've seen Planes 2, so I'm not qualified to ask. To which I responded, we have a podcast about a series of movies that we still haven't seen the entirety of the canon of. That wasn't exactly what I said, but it was close enough. Yeah. The response was, I don't know how you do it. And uh, apparently the answer is poorly. <laughs> uh, with, Certainly. With misinformation that we reinforce heavily. <laughs> yeah, we make a point. Of, we made a point of saying it a bunch. Uh <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to go into like some of our our stuff on like the website uh, and our Twitter and like our no we our... can't correct it now it has to stay if you John... if you put anything else if you change anything you have to simply add a little asterisk and then at the bottom of the page be like we have said this name incorrectly so many times that we cannot correct it on our own website. Uh... So, way to go, internet. We tell you to correct us every single episode, <laughs> we and you have failed. You have failed this podcast. Yeah, that was a good little era reference. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you'd think the internet 
known for not taking minor mistakes very well, would have gotten on us for that, but no? All right, so let's let's talk about planes, fire, and rescue. It feels wrong to say, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so bad! Yeah. Oh, that was so difficult. That shouldn't be difficult. Planes 2, Fire and Rescue, has such a nice flow to it. It has a rhyme in it. It feels like it has some sort of, like, poetic meter to it, which I'm sure it doesn't. I don't know these things. But... Uh, apparently we don't even know the name of the movie that we were going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay. if we can... If I can do one thing real quick before we get into the full talking. All right, uh, go for it. The question from Liz asking how another movie of this got made is actually a really good segue into the uh, boogity, 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 let's go wiki quoting boys uh, of the day, I guess. All right. <laughs> which Give me that yeah. boogity, boogity, boogity quote of the wiki day. Which is a fan-submitted title for the wiki quote segment. Which, I don't know, if you want to do that too, that seems like a fun thing we could start doing. Submit your ideas for, I don't know, yeah, you understand what I'm asking you to do. This one is on en.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash planes, fire, and rescue. Under the the section cancelled spinoff sequel. Wait a minute. There was gonna be... No, wait, I'll let you finish. Yeah. In July 2017 at the D23 Expo, John Lasseter announced that the third film in the Plane series would explore mm. the future of aviation in outer space. Mm. Yeah, and that it was being developed by Disney Toon Studios. The film had a release date of April 12th, 2019, but on March 1st, 2018 it was removed from the release schedule oh and furthermore on june 28th 2018 disney Toon studios was shut down ending development on the movie how many movies did disney Toon studios get was it the one i think they made the first one too but not a lot oh yeah well they made a goofy movie that's that was goofy movies wait a minute rock solid what? They made a goofy movie? Yeah. Did they make an extremely goofy movie? You know, I'm not... Yeah, they did. Okay, here we go. Okay, good, because probably a controversial opinion. I prefer an extremely goofy movie. Ah, the first one's just so earnest, man, but I do like both of them an awful lot. I have to edge it for goofy movie there. But mostly what I'm seeing is they made bad straight-to-video sequels, you know, like Hunchback of Notre Dame 2, Cinderella 2, Dreams Come True, The Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea, Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure. So, it's not surprising to me that this is the studio that made Planes and Planes Fire and Rescue. Mm. But... Every time. I know, bud. <sighs> okay. Yeah. That's, okay. that's a wiki quote. There was going to be one where they went to space, but it was still going to be in the plane series, so Dusty probably would have been in it, who is a, like a two-seater crop duster. Cool. <laughs> sounds pretty cool. Honestly, it sounds pretty cool. Okay, so let's get into the movie. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, I would love to. All right. So, initial rating. 
go go for go for Johnny. Uh, but my rating, let's see. I I think I gave the first one like a two or a three, if I remember right. I think I gave it a four. I think I'd give this one a four. It was better than the first one, but I didn't like it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'll talk about why a lot, but go ahead and give me your rating. I'm gonna go for a six. I think that's I'm what... I'm gonna go for a six? I'm pretty sure that's what you gave Cars 2, which is fair. Cars 2? I don't know what you I gave, gave Cars 2. I don't know. I want to say I gave Cars 2 a, a five, maybe? <laughs> well, don't. <laughs> maybe a four? No, don't say... I gave Cars 2 a 6? I think I gave it a 5. Like, that's so wild <laughs> that I would get one number off. Uh, well, here, here's my standard for it. I think this movie is, in general, slightly above average. Eh. I would not say that about Cars 2. I wouldn't say it about planes, fire and rescue, but... Mm. I I feel like this is a movie... That, well, I don't think I would choose to watch it again. If there were a kid who wanted to watch it, I'd be okay with that. Okay. So, uh, a four. Yeah. No. A below average movie. Yes. None of our fans have watched this movie. <laughs> Let's assume that. None of our fans have watched this movie. Yes. Interesting take. I, I, I'm, Believable. Yes. I'm saying we should explain the very basic structure of what happens before we spend the next half hour to an hour talking about it. All right. I believe we mentioned how we think it's silly. The print, like the premise is there is um, an engine mishap and he can no longer be a racer. Yes. And uh, this movie tried to like explain that away by being silly and saying, Oh, that part's not manufactured anymore, and no one has it, and because of that, you'll never race again. And uh, then they do this whole thing where he's, like, getting his hopes up, and he's trying to find the thing, yada, yada, yada. And the whole time, I'm just thinking, there's no one who makes custom parts <laughs> in this entire world? I mean... There's no one who can do this? Because, like, the the question was brought up, okay... Uh, you can just make me a new one. And then Dottie is like, that's impossible. She mm, she sure does say that. Spoiler alert. There's a person who does custom parts. Yeah. They just don't call it that. Okay, so so he his, his gearbox is busted, which I think the description of the movie says his engine, but his, his gearbox is busted. And he decides, all right, I can no longer be an athlete so I will be a firefighter, you Famous. know, an extremely physically demanding job. Famously <laughs> unstrenuous job, fighting fires. Famously uh, easy to do physically, being a hero. Yeah, first he catches his airport on fire. He does, in fact, catch his airport on fire, which leads to this decision. Uh, but, he like, they're going to shut down the, the airport in... Prop wash junction if they don't get a second firefighter on the scene. 
So he's like, eh, I'll go get learn how to be a firefighter. How hard could it be? He doesn't say that. He probably respects how hard it will be at some point. I don't know. He acts like it's going to be no deal. Like, he, oh, yeah. yeah, this is fine. I mean, again, the man cannot increase his torque to, like, a high level. Not, like, dangerously high. Just a high level. Meaning, this guy basically, he can't what I would assume is run or sprint. Or a man he... who can't run or sprint decides, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna be this very physically demanding job that I don't respect because the only person in my entire town who does this job is at least 60, 70 years old. Yeah, yeah. This movie came out in 2014. Yeah. And he said something along the lines of in 56. Yeah. So... He's, he's an like, old man. He's, he's a super old man. He's like 70 years old. At least. He's also a fire truck who wears glasses. But we don't have time to get into that right now. Uh, so he goes up to like this national park. And he's with this like really like underfunded uh, firefighting team that keeps the forest safe. Uh, and they're like, yeah, we'll train you. And he gets a second... Also Grumpy Mentor, which was one of my predictions that came true. Uh, uh, and he's very bad at fighting fires the whole movie. Uh, and there's this, like, hotel. It's called the Fusa Lodge, which is a fantastic joke. I will give them that. That is a really good pun. Uh, uh, and the fire's getting towards the, the Fusa Lodge, and there's this guy who runs the park, and he's like, ah, oh, no, I'm going to steal the water from the fire." to keep my lodge from burning down and then the people get trapped and they have to save them and he almost dies but he doesn't and then he gets a new gearbox and he can be a racer and a firefighter because there are no consequences in these movies quick absurd statement yes that man is fired you know for stealing water from the firefighters yes he is but then he's still allowed to work for a national park he is transferred. I don't even think he's fired because he's still working he's... within the national park system. How hard is it to get fired and, you know, not allowed to endanger people's lives in this universe? He steals water for firefighters. That's like, I understood how absurd it was when it happened. But like in my head, I was like, that's yeah, just an absurdly like villainy thing to do. And then I'm just thinking about it. That's yeah, like man. the most ridiculous statement that one could ever say about someone who isn't like arrested. He he steals water from firefighters after delaying a retreat that would have saved an evacuation that would have saved lives. He didn't evacuate them, which probably should be illegal. Yeah. If like no, not probably. It should be illegal. Probably yeah. is illegal. Um, and then he steals water from firefighters. And it, it should almost be- Almost killing hundreds. Yeah, like, these people are very close to dying for, like, the last half of the movie. It's pretty bonkers. Uh, but... Several of which very, very influential famous people. Yeah. Boat Runt Reynolds is in this movie, which- Gosh, that feels like a joke Great. we've made in this podcast already, but I don't think Boat it is. Boat Reynolds, so, so good. Again, 
Uh, a fan they are really good at puns in these movies i will give them that nine out of ten times some of them are stupid like knoxville that's not a thing that's associated with cars <laughs> enough to be a city but fuselage and boat reynolds are g- fantastic we're talking about we do talk about good puns okay so there's uh george lexus the director of oh yeah <laughs> howard the truck so good <laughs> so so good yeah howard the truck is a thing that they decided to put in that movie huh i mean but is it though they confirmed that movie is like a thing but then they didn't watch that they watched a recorded over vhs which so many questions so many questions about a a cop drama in which the cops are also firefighters which weird and also, super famous actor becomes a firefighter, which, real cool. Uh, but, like, there are just so many famous people that seem to... Okay, so, like, what's up with money in this universe? It's... it's weird. Okay, so let's... let's That's all I got. Let's stop with, let's stop with that tangent for a bit. We'll come back to it after yeah. we talk about this movie. All right, so... It's a fairly short movie. 84 minutes. The animation was pretty, pretty fantastic. Yeah, and especially... I was f- very pleased with the just visuals of this film. Especially for, like, what, did you say 2014? Like, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a pretty film. I'll give it that, fully. Uh, uh, the, like, the sound editing? Great! Like, sure. Man, when they... When he, like, flew into that fire the 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 muffling silence it was it really put me into like a a tense uh, just emotional spot and i loved that and there were just so many times where like soundtrack very like i liked it a lot i liked a lot of the decisions they made in general a well executed film specifically with the soundtrack the (laughs) The credits song, I will say, the like airport romance song was pretty bad. But <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go ahead and talk about why I didn't like this movie. Okay. As I've already said, Dusty Crophopper is a bad firefighter for the whole movie. It's the it's the opposite of the problem I had actually with with planes. In the in planes, he was fantastic at it the whole time. It did not make sense. But in this, he's just a bad firefighter the whole time. He doesn't listen to orders. He constantly drops his uh, flame retardant at the wrong heights and wrong amounts and on the wrong things. It never, and he doesn't like improve. He's just suddenly the hero at the end of the film. He suddenly does it right at the end. Like and it, also, I, I'm going to disagree with that word, but keep going. Sure. I don't know which word you're talking about, but... Hero. Okay, sure. Uh, that That's fair enough. But, like, he he's just suddenly a good firefighter at the end of the movie. And they're like, ah, you get your certification, Dusty. When, like, all he's done is pour flame retardant on some random campers and... <laughs> And done. It, he did it good one out of like twelve times, and he gets to be a certified firefighter. And then even past that, they're like, "Also, your your physical disability's gone, so you can be a firefighter and and a racer because 
like I said earlier, there are no consequences whatsoever in this film. I, I will definitely say there were some areas like that where they really missed the mark. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say this is a good movie, but I will yeah, say... Yeah, I, I understand that you're it's not It's a better that. than average movie. But that's with me assuming that the average movie is... Pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> okay. All right. So one important thing is I want to disagree with the word hero because there were many heroes in that film. All of the other firefighters, heroes. Dusty, I I don't feel comfortable calling him a hero. Me neither, man. What, what do you... Like, what was something they specifically said in this film that applies to a hero? They, they fly into danger when other people are running from it to save people that they don't even know. I don't believe, like, I don't feel like Dusty would have gone and saved those people if he didn't know them. He had a specific yeah. relationship with those people that he had developed, and he told them where to go, and that's why they were in danger. He didn't even mention, hey... Don't go there now because, you know, fire. Wait till it's been taken care of, like a responsible firefighter would have said. No, he just (laughs) tells them where to go, which is a very dangerous spot. And they're also, like, they pointed out that they're kind of older vehicles, so it might be rough for them. Which also, apparently they're action heroes because, man, their superhero, like, bridge jump was pretty intense. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but he felt a need to save them because he was kind of responsible for them and also knew them. He was familiar and responsible for like them being there. And this movie did not present him in a way that made me feel that he would have gone either way. Yeah, I agree with all of what you're saying. You're sort of arguing my point of uh, it's a bad movie. I feel like in this moment, but I mean, there are definitely problems with it. I'm just saying that there are pros and cons and I liked the pros enough to like eke out. Okay. It's better than average. Cause like, again, there are like some glaring faults with this movie, like no consequences and Oh, permanency isn't a thing because in this universe, you can either die or be perfectly fine. Because you know what yeah, happened uh... several times? Someone almost died, but then was perfectly fine. In fact, our yeah, our hero yeah. of this film, our protagonist of this film, at, at the end, he almost dies. And guess what? He comes out better than, better than new. <laughs> he comes out with an improved engine. He does not just fix the damage from crashing in a burning forest fire that he had. Dusty crashes in a burning forest fire. It's pretty awesome. I thought he was going to die for like half a second. Uh, I would have respected this movie so much if he had. (laughs) John, if Dusty Cropopper had died, this movie would have been an eight for me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, agreed. (laughs) uh, Like, that's a joke, but like, honestly... It would have solved a lot of my problems with this movie also. Uh, I'm going to go so... ahead and say, not a joke for me. If this movie had, like, that much courage behind it, it gets an eight for me. That's, oh. Yeah. 
but yeah, they they not only fix the damage from being burned alive in a forest for a while and crashing into this burning for- forest. They're just like, oh, also the the inciting incident of the movie in which you can't be a racer. Eh, you're fine. Everything's cool, man. I'm uh, I guess he's a doctor. Would you call that character the doctor? I would mechanic, call him a mad car? scientist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, so so. Okay, I like the character. I like the fact that he's just this guy who loves fixing and all that jazz. But also, that character, like, disrespects, like, not him being a disrespectful person. No, his character existing disrespects a character from the first film who is, like, supposed to be, oh, look, representation, that's positive. It's an extremely capable a person in a field and they just took that away from her it's a yeah I, I see what you're saying it, it, it's important to have a representation she is a woman in in a science technology engineering like that field she's in a stem field and it's important and she's good at it that she is like she was phenomenal at it it's important that you don't make her bad at her job yeah, and you know how to make her bad at her job? Saying something is impossible when some other guy does it and saves the guy's life at the same time, just casually. Yeah, that was weird. It was a weird choice to have Dottie, who is cool and a really important part of the first film, be one-upped by this character we just met. And <laughs> not even one-upped, like eight, twelve-upped. And I would have almost been okay with something that explained it and didn't just make her bad at her job. Like, I would have loved something like, oh, she's been working on this the whole time, and it's only because of her coming to help that I was able to do this, because it's an extremely specific part, and she knows how much it means to you, and she's been trying, and she did it because she is specifically an expert on you. That would be great. Or maybe even, like, you point out the fact that she's a much younger vehicle, so she's got less experience, so, like, the experience could be the issue. And, like, don't have her say, oh, that's not possible. Have her say, I don't feel comfortable doing this on my own until I've got more experience, so it'll be a while. Something along those lines. That's okay. But having her just be incapable and also claim that it's impossible and then just some guy casually fixes that while saving his life not even just fixes it fixes it while the guy's life is on the line because he's that good that's just so disrespectful so disrespectful he's already in there might as well do it yeah i agree i agree with everything you're saying about that uh there's a Native American helicopter who they don't do a great job with, I would say. Would you agree with that? Okay, so they, they did cast a, a Native American. Uh, yes. That's that's good. Uh, he is it's a fantastic start. Very stereotypical. Bad. He's a stereotypical. Well, bad. <laughs> like, if, if the person who was the voice had free reign over it, and I find that out, I'm going to be a lot more comfortable with it. But as it stands, yeah. I have to assume that... <laughs> I doubt that was the case. As was in Planes the first. It's just, oh, look, 
stereotype. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, it, it's it's the exact same problem Planes had. They they have a character who is not white, and they're like, uh, let's just make them all. And like, it's not like the most offensive portrayal of Native Americans I've ever seen. And well, like, I don't know, make them a normal person. Yeah, and they also did the thing that they did yeah. with uh, is it Hinduism or Islam? Uh, Hinduism is what we talked about right. last time. They did the same thing where they they took a a, a like folklore slash mythos slash yeah okay religious story and then they just turned it into points because that's great yeah they certainly did i didn't even i i sort of tuned out for that little bit but they they now that i'm thinking about it they certainly did so again many problems with this film many glaring problems i'm I'm going to be level with you. My goal is to get you down to a five by the end of this discussion. I mean, going to be honest, if I don't focus on the positive, it's going to be hard not to go down. Yeah, man. Because like during the movie, like I was very aware of the fact that this just felt like a well-made movie, like clear, clear issues and all that jazz, because like every movie has those clear issues, but like again, there are just so many positives, and especially when you're comparing it to the first one, like it's significantly better. Yeah. In the first Planes movie, he's kind of a a hotshot who is like being discouraged by others. He's really good. He knows he's really good. He's arrogant. He doesn't listen all that much to orders and all that jazz, and he only gets better and he doesn't have to really overcome anything until the very end. And that's only because of a problem that happens because other people like punish him for doing well, but it's never really his hubris that's punished. He's just amazing. And he's only ever validated in how good he is. There's never, there's never the thought of I'm not good enough. And like in this movie, it was, oh, he has to actually learn that he can't do something. He has to learn that he has limitations that he will not overcome. He cannot overcome. (laughs) And then they ruined it. They certainly did. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's very much my problem with the movie, that they could have even made it like a cool story about disability. About... Yeah, that would have been great about learning to to live with and oh, oh gosh i and from the beginning when they introduced that i just had to this feeling of like they're gonna fix this so the whole time whenever yeah w- whenever they were like oh i can't go i can't redline or this light will beep and i'll crash i was like yeah for now and whatever you'll be fine 10 minutes from the end <laughs> of the film and lo and behold that is that is how these work. Yeah. Uh, and it's... I wish this movie had a bit more courage. Gosh, again. Uh, what I was... Had they murdered Dusty Cropopper. Much like if they had killed Lightning McQueen in Cars 3. Can you imagine? Movie of the century. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, okay, but like, I was hopeful. Because obviously the movie's not going to have that much courage. And obviously the movie's going to like give him his new gearbox and he's fixed. I was hoping what it would be is that he chooses to remain a firefighter once he's yes, fixed. Exactly. I was I was thinking that's how they were going to do it while still giving I, him everything. I thought it was going to be a nice, oh, he realized that it's much more important to 
like try and help people than to just fly for glory. But no, he's just doing both. He gets the best of every single world. Uh, he's just he gets to be a racer and a firefighter, and he can just take off whenever he wants and race. And that's not going to be a problem for anyone for some reason. And yeah, wasn't the whole point that they needed two firefighters on duty? How can he just yep. go around the whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Also, super old man. Super old man just gets fixed up, and he's just amazing again. Yeah, he's just what? <laughs> Why does old age mean nothing in these movies except when it means something, which it doesn't really mean anything? It doesn't. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. It doesn't mean anything until they decide it does. Sometimes, and then it still doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <sighs> you want to do like our fun, like how we talk about how the movie has weird implications to. <laughs> Lucas, Lucas, I can't. I I just can't. Do you know how many things there were in this film alone that are just earth-shattering? John, they went went inside him. They went inside him multiple times. They went inside him. They went inside him. And that's in like the first few minutes of the movie. (sighs) They went inside him. Hey, Lucas. Hey, Lucas. Yeah. There are Roombas. There are Roombas. <laughs> they certainly were. That was, yep. They were cleaning. Hey, Lucas. Yeah. Hey, sure. Lucas. Yeah, go. Yeah. There, there are toy toy plane birds. They had the rubber band, even. <laughs> yeah. They well, had the rubber well, band. Like you make sometimes. Yeah, they certainly Hey, did. Lucas. Yep. They had antlers. Those weird wildlife tractors had antlers. It was just headlights, but they... Hey, John, Lucas. They were, they were John Deere. That, that was the joke. Go ahead. They were John Deere. Hey, Lucas. Yeah, go ahead. The old man made a TB joke. And TB also didn't mean anything in this universe because that's not what TB is. But also, Rusty's, he had a weird disfiguration of his genitals and he showed it to him. And we know it's the genitals, even though it's not the genitals, because he was showing off his taint and they were disgusted because it was old man taint. And... He had a probably terrible disfigured scar because he had a hole rusted through it and then he just used ointment to fix it. I didn't hey, Lucas, catch that. He had that leprosy was... and he fixed it. We we've been a, we have talked about the magic leprosy ointment, to be fair. Yeah, but he he put ointment on it and the part fixed itself. Yeah. We talked about how it was like it was ointment that helped. I didn't know that it was like a miracle grow for mechanical parts, which also, I don't know if they're squishy bit because like there was so much mechanical. Yeah, we certainly they went, went inside him. We didn't see any squishy bit when they went inside him and showed, they showed how his engine broke. They showed his they engine showed breaking. They showed specifically the gearbox and they showed the gear, which had a fracture in it, which so many questions Oh, oh man! There's so many implications from this film. There, there were roads. There were roads. They drilled through. They were like they they dug out a hole through a tree because ha ha we could drive through the tree. But also they dug out another, which is a thing that actually did. Yeah, yeah. But what about this one where they dug out another one higher up for planes? (laughs) Why would you do that? They they. 
They did cut a hole in a tree so planes could fly through it, as opposed to above or around it. Why would you do that? That's just... Was a weird little moment. Such a bad idea. I did write that down. Okay, so that implication's dumb and weird and bad. Have you, there have were, you calmed down a little bit? No, because no? you know our okay. theory that the construction equipment was dinosaurs? There was construction equipment and they were just people. And they parachuted a lot. And they were aerial acrobaticists who were also... And also, everyone has so many jobs and can just do whatever they want. And also, there was a guy working out, the lumberjack, who was also the Native American, who was also... Uh, come on! You can't be everything! Oh, he was, he was physically exercising. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, he was just lifting logs, doing, like, reps. Like, okay, that's a thing in this universe. Exercise is a thing. Also, old age matters, but it doesn't matter. And you can work out, but also just have your parts replaced. And (laughs) what does anything mean in this universe? They don't have to work out the squishy bit. This That's clear in this film. They... They had the people who have all this actuation, all this movement uh, with their specialty parts, and it's just parts. It's just mechanical parts specifically. His propeller, the tires that can easily be changed, everything about that is mechanical. You do not need to work it out. Honestly, all you're going to do is introduce fatigue. You're just wearing out your parts. You're only making them worse. Working out in this universe if it's not just to gain skill, is only a bad thing because they are mechanical. Yeah. Unless for some reason the metal is some sort of biomechanical mass, which still is nonsense, because if that's true, it can grow and replicate, and then it's some weird nano uh, machine idea where you can just, oh look, it repairs itself and makes itself better constantly, which means that all of this plot makes no sense because his machine parts could have just healed themselves, you don't need specialty parts. That doesn't make any sense. So none of that needs to exist. Ugh, so I want to say one. You've said eighty. You've said eighty. Film. I get one. No, say say so many because there are so many left. That's true. Uh, they did say the words "we'll suffocate," so breathing is triple confirmed. We've confirmed that several times, but they keep doing it. Uh, yep, but they didn't need breathing gear when they were just going through smoke. They had a wall of dead planes, which I thought was very weird. It wasn't weird. It was mm-hmm. it was a memorial to the fallen. It wasn't like a weird thing, but like it was a weird thing to have in the kids' movie. Uh, especially yep. when it was revealed. Okay, so you remember the show with the that the helicopter was on. The helicopter was on a show called Chops, yep. which is a parody of a real show called Chips. He had a partner in it, and they they introduced this idea by having Dusty come in and do a secret drinking game while they watched it and laughed about it and were like, oh, this is so fun and cool. Our boss was in a thing. And then later, and they were like, you can't talk to him about it, though. And he was like, okay, I don't know why. And then later, they were just like, oh, yeah, his partner who was in the thing, he died doing a stunt on the show and uh, Blade blames himself. That's why you can't talk to him about it. So why would you do a drinking game and have, like, hey, look at this man who's dead from this show and was, like, the best friend of one of our close co-workers and friends and found family. That was a really weird choice they made. Moving on. Howard- also, 
drinking game. Yeah, they did do a drinking game. Just gonna game. say that. They they took okay. a chug of oil every time he got his hoist out, which was funny yep. but weird. Real a quick one. Howard the truck still had the egg. Howard the truck still had the egg on the cover. So eggs yep. are a thing that they know about and things can come out of because it was coming out of it. The truck was either coming out or yep. going into the egg. I can't remember. Coming out, I believe. Yes, this one I am shocked you haven't mentioned. Uh, the old couple who got almost burned alive at the end of the movie that we've mentioned uh, talked Gained about... wait. Well, yes, that also. But <laughs> they talked about uh, he got his, his wife a pair of white-walled tires for their honeymoon. Uh, their honeymoon, and he said, yeah, we sure wore out the tread on those on our honeymoon. Uh, and everyone uh-huh. stops talking for a second, implying like, oh, they this couple we just met just made a weird sexual reference to their sexcapades during their honeymoon. And then they go on to say, from driving, which is a weird punchline, of course, they would, whatever. Uh, but that does imply that sex in this universe, it makes sense that it would wear the tread on your tires. So we need to rethink sex a little bit. I mean, we need to rethink sex because the whole John Deere antlers thing, they were headlights. Yeah. Well, you know, they were headlights. Also old man firefighter taint. That's true. But (laughs) only male deer have antlers so it's still a signifier of gender at or, or uh sex i, I mean, mean headlights on the ladies were were tetas i didn't like you saying that i'll be the first to say it uh <laughs> this one's a small one i couldn't until i looked it up on the wiki i couldn't have told you whether the grumpy mentor's name was blade or blaze for the entire movie i was just i could not tell what they were saying nor did i care to listen enough to figure it out uh, we did talk about the Roombas. <laughs> They're, are the Roombas sentient? Would you say that yep. were, or were they animals? They looked like they were, like, specifically, like, maid butler types cleaning the floor <laughs> and aware of it. So they were made. What if they were just Roombas and they just have Roombas that are, like, not sentient robot vacuums in their universe? They had eyes, though, didn't they? Yeah, okay. They had eyes. Huh. Yep. Uh, we gotta talk more about the Roombas at some point, but we gotta keep going for now. Uh. Yeah. Oh, Boat Reynolds was in the movie Best Little Boathouse in Texas, which is a reference to the musical. Liz, is Best Little Whorehouse a musical? Liz? Huh? Is Best Little Whorehouse a musical? Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, yes. Thank you. It's also a movie. Thank you, Liz. That was a question too, Liz. Uh, I don't know. It's weird that they reference something with the word whorehouse in it in the movie Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Yep. yep. I'm running out of steam, but there's more to go. Cars, the, the, the firefighter farted for like a long time. The, the old one in the town, he did a big, big fart. I got a new horn! It was extended. Longer than John's doing. I don't care however long John goes. Add, like, I don't know, like, five, ten seconds on it. It was too long. But also, they... It was too long, but it was hilarious. They do... 
But it wasn't hilarious because it happened. It was hilarious because of what happened immediately after, where it was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna confirm that was not a horn. I have not put the horn Listen, on yet." I know it didn't sound like a siren or a horn. I need you to know that was a fart. Audience is what they did basically. <laughs> but the cars do fart, which uh, may have been a thing we knew. I can't t- tell you what we know and don't know anymore. We went inside a plane. Yeah, Mater, Mater's, like, backfired before that was a fart. But that that one was a backfire. <sighs> it sounded like a backfire. This was just a fart. Yep. It didn't make any sort <laughs> of car noise. Just... It was a fart. <laughs> this one was just, like, a, a Very weird, extended fart. <laughs> non-metallic, somewhat wet fart. And it, like, crescendoed and decrescendoed and... <laughs> It, not unlike a siren, which is what he was claiming it was, but uh, this movie, so many yeah. things. Yeah, Lucas, we went inside of him. We did go inside the plane, John, and we saw. And I'm not gonna go so far to say that means squishy bits isn't real we didn't see like an entire cross section of dusty there could be a squishy I bit mean, in there somewhere exosuit exosuit with squishy bits still yeah, works 100 percent does but like we did go inside of this living being in like a not what i didn't find fun way <laughs> a very distressing way i found it fun just because i love mechanics like that was beautiful to me at oh this one again a good joke at the bar they were at, they had little cups of bar nuts, but they were, they were like, you know, uh, like nuts that go on mechanics. Like, like car nuts? Like, well, no. Lug nuts? We, yes, sure. Like, and bolts? Yes. Uh, they weren't truck nuts. No, were they? they weren't truck nuts. Although, again, <laughs> that would have, that would gotten it up to a nine if they put truck nuts in those. Uh, but... Truck nuts and he dies. Yes. Twelve out of ten. Uh, but uh, let's see. That that means they eat them, right? They eat the. That's the implication. It could be decorative. Who knows? I, that's fair, but it didn't seem who like knows? the kind of bar that would have decorative centerpieces. I mean, from from cars two, we gathered that they eat nuts. Yeah, we. So. we I, I was I was going to mention there was the sushi place with the the sign that had the nut on it, but. Or the gear, or whatever it was. Uh, so, but we haven't talked about them yeah. eating metal in a really long time, and that sort of reconfirms that they eat both metal and organic foods. They eat corn, or at least have. Corn, Maybe they worship it. They were having which, a. What would it be for? To make fuel, I guess. That person dressed as corn, so if they worship it, it's not like a taboo to do that i guess yeah they were very very concerned that the corn festival was canceled and like i don't know i would be concerned if my favorite festival was canceled so like it doesn't have to be a weird religious thing but they did have a person who had worked on their corn costume all year and it was a plane in a corn costume and that was the sort of moment in the movie huh that they had a plane in a corn costume yeah so many questions. So several of the situations in this movie, I will give you this, felt very perilous, like very legitimately dangerous. Yes. 
like I knew nothing was gonna happen. Then no stakes. Yeah, like uh. it. It was a weird thing. Like I was like, oh, these people could very much die who are trying to evacuate, and path has been blocked by fire on all sides. They're not going to. But man, this is like a scary situation they've put these characters in. Good job, I guess. I didn't like the movie very much, yeah. John. <sighs> but we I will say, outside of like the shorts, we've seen mm-hmm. we've seen them. We've we've seen We've seen um all the movies. Gosh, I'm so tired. <laughs> this one took it out of me in a way. Like, I will say a lot of the time I go into the podcast sort of tired and it energizes me a lot. This time I came mm-hmm. in with some energy and I'm just drained. I came in with a little bit of energy. I got a whole lot when I just started like going on a tear. And then I was like, well, I should I should give Lucas the ability to also mention some of these insane implications. And then I was just like, man, this movie, so, so many things. And I just got, I got real tired yeah, real fast. I probably edited it down a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So many things. We have new things to talk about in subsequent episodes. Let's look at it like that. I haven't even like really gotten into how much the economy doesn't make any sense in these films. John, we didn't get into anything we... except our feelings of the movie and like shouting about things for a while. Not to say we won't in the future, but like we didn't go in in very depth in this one, which is fine. Time for a fact, I guess. Oh shoot, you didn't do them facts, you're right. Mayday is a distress signal used commonly by aircraft and seacraft. That's a fact. That one could be a fun and not very fun, because you don't want to be in yep. Mayday. Mayday is the... I'm counting well, it as both. <laughs> the reason that's a thing is because there's a character named Mayday. He's the very, very old fire yeah. with the fire truck who wears glasses. Gosh, he wears glasses Which, the whole movie. Another implication, like, both of those things are implications that I'm not comfortable with. Of He wears oh, glasses. Shit. Is there firefighter... And also, his name is a distress call. Yeah, that could... He's that a could... firefighter, a land vehicle, which, not a sea craft or aircraft, and he's named a distress call for those two. And he's and a that... firefighter for, specifically, like, a landing strip, which is... Yeah. That could cause some confusion, seems huh? seems like just... <laughs> I feel like that that feels like this universe's version of like a a person who is named like in a very racially insensitive way. Yeah, okay, I could see that. I want to stop talking about this. Final thoughts. Final thoughts about Planes Fire and Rescue. Did I make you like it less? <laughs> Go for five. Yes. Planes Fire and Rescue is a movie in which Dusty Cropper burns down his airport and does a bad job becoming a firefighter. That's the that's my the one sentence. I think it's a well made a well made film, like technically sure, but artistically it's bad. Yes, I to get you to say that that is what I wanted. Nothing has permanence, which <laughs> like I went into this episode feeling that way, but like it became more important to me as Not- I realized, like, okay, sure, it could be well made, but like 
man, they they did some some uh, some dirty things in this movie. Certainly did. We need to wash it off with a fire hose. That wasn't a very good joke. Let's end the podcast now. Uh, right. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> it was cool that you did that. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate. Uh, don't don't die. I guess. Uh, please, please correct us. You did a real bad job, yeah. everyone listening. You didn't correct us. <laughs> who who knows what other nonsense we've been spouting as if it was fact? No one's gonna uh, correct us. It seems so. Like. We could be yeah. Just that was a self The worst of rhetoric, because oh man, come on, fans. I do want to say uh, again, if, if you want to submit a name for the wiki quote segment, do that. This one was submitted. The boogity boogity boogity. Let's go wiki quote and boys was submitted by a friend of the podcast, Rob Miller. So thank you, Rob, for that. Uh, you said the other stuff. I'm Lucas, <laughs> and I'm John. Blow like Cadillac. Sting like a beamer.